I received an email message yesterday from a former member of Congress, one of the ones I actually like. And uh, he said, Peter, I hope you're doing well in these strange and troubled times. And when you think about it, there are two wars going on in the world. Our government spends money trillions of dollars at a clip now. And when you think about the dysfunction of our government, it reminds you of that 1973 song where they talk about jokers to the left of me, clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. You know, the problem is that these jokers and clowns all want to exert power over our lives to one extent or another and in one way or another. So strange and troubling times indeed. It's almost enough to make one want to give up. And I hear that from people sometimes. I hear them say we're doomed. And I know that we have challenges, but saying we're doomed seems like a strange thing to say when we're all living in the best time there's ever been to be alive as a human being. But others will say, I don't think there's any way we can reverse the growth of the state. Or one person even told me, liberty is done in America. So some people do seem to be giving up. Last week, I was in a book club for uh, Stacy Schiff's brilliant biography of Samuel Adams called The Revolutionary. What a man. A master strategist, a brilliant messenger, an indefatigable activist. I feel so fortunate that Samuel Adams and his compatriots didn't give up. Freda is our plant. <laughs> and when she's clapping, I'm happy. And uh, you know, I think sometimes when we consider the power of the state that's arrayed against us unconsciously, we somehow believe that we have it harder than the founding generation did. That unconsciously, we think that um, compared to what we're up against, the battles of the 18th century were somehow quaint. And I think it's really arrogant of us to the extent that we do believe that. And again, I think it's unconscious. Because when you think of the founding generation, unlike us, they didn't live in a world that really knew limited government and protections for individual liberty. That was a system that they virtually created. They didn't live in a world as we do where, you know, in the world in, you know, 250 years ago, the world hadn't changed for millennia. But in the last 250 years, we have incredibly compelling evidence of the power of free markets and free enterprise to create prosperity and human flourishing. That was evidence that they didn't have. With the wealth that we have and the means at our disposal to communicate our message, those were tools that they didn't have. So I just think it's so wrong if we think that you know, we have it tougher than they did or the challenge that we have protecting liberty or preserving liberty in the United States is somehow more difficult than 
the creation of a libertarian country under a libertarian constitution. And most of all, unlike the founders, we don't have to risk you know, our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor to engage in our mission of preserving liberty for our, our children and our grandchildren. I'm really happy that the generous people who support Cato, so many of whom are here tonight, are not giving up either. Three years ago, the supporters of Cato entrusted more resources to us than they ever had in our history in a single year. And then two years ago, they did it again. And last year, they did it again. And the reason is, The reason is they're not giving up. They have a sense of urgency about what's going on in our country and the risks and challenges faced by freedom. And most gratifying to me and my colleagues, they are strongly supporting the strategic direction of the Institute. They are affirming the decisions we've made with respect to the priorities we're making, the investments that we're making. Um, Cato today is more engaged on Capitol Hill than it's ever been. Great challenges, but you know our ideas are out there, many of them getting traction. Romina Baccia, who's been at Cato for a year, has done an unbelievable job raising consciousness on Capitol Hill of the issue of spending and entitlement reform, and her idea of a BRAC-like commission that could possibly insulate politicians from the tough decisions we're gonna have to make in order to reform these unsustainable entitlement programs is really getting traction. Two or three weeks ago, five of my colleagues testified before legislatures in a 36-hour period. So I feel like our ideas are being distributed to poli the policymaker community more than they ever have. And um, we've actually summarized a lot of the initiatives that we have and the strategic direction of the organization in a brochure that we've included in the folders. And I hope that if you don't have one, you'll pick it up. And if you have a folder, that you'll take this document and look at it. It's our vision for liberty. And it also tries to articulate the fact that at a time when we see so many threats and challenges, we also see the seeds of opportunity in those threats. At a time when uh, it feels like a time of crisis, those are often the moments when transformational change can happen. At a time when polarization and bitter partisanship is such a, uh, a challenge for our country, this, a sane voice like Cato's is getting a hearing in places that we never had before. Uh, most satisfying is the traction we're getting with a lot of our young people's programs. Our team that uh, has developed the Sphere Education Initiative, in only four years we have a network of 6,000 teachers all across the country, every state and many territories. And I don't think we'd be getting that audience if Cato wasn't a voice of uh, principle, and sanity and uh, calm purveyor of ideas in an environment in which that type of approach stands out so much. 
So I hope that you'll take a look at our, direct, our direction and how we're trying to make the resources that you entrust to us have the maximum impact they possibly can. I hope you'll give us feedback on what, what we're doing and ultimately I hope you'll choose, if you're, if you're not already a supporter, you'll, you'll choose to join us. And if you are already a supporter, you'll recognize the importance of this moment for freedom and for our country. And you will, uh, like Sam Adams, not, not give up. Thanks so much for being here.